Hello and welcome back to the Man Nerd Podcast. This is going to be another episode of Nerd to Nerd. This is where I talk to a nerd every episode. A new nerd. Maybe sometimes reoccurring, but we'll see how that goes later. But today, we're going to be talking with Mr. Michael DeMay. He is a player on Last Nerds on Earth, a D&D podcast. Their current campaign is The Five Crystals. Before we get started, what is a nerd? Anyone and anything can be a nerd. Is your cat really a nerd? It can be. Maybe it's into playing basketball. Maybe it's slam dunks and just slam dunks all day. That is not only impressive, but that cat is a total basketball nerd. Doesn't matter what you look like, how old you are, who you have a crush on, or how you identify. Nerds are everywhere. And let's meet a new one right now. Hello, Mike. How's it going? Hey, Andrew. Glad to be here, man. Are you really? Of course you are. Of course. It's always good to talk to you. Heck yeah. Heck yeah, you are. (laughs) All right. So, you are a nerd. Sure Of course. Everybody's a nerd. First off, let's talk about, let's jump right into the five crystals. Okay. So, we've already talked to Jack. We know how the... Last Nerds on Earth came about, even about your uh, original podcast idea in that first episode that you guys made. Even a few things that I didn't know about. You play Oliver Blackthorn. Now, why don't you tell me about him? Like, what is his race? What is his class? What does he do? How did you come up with him? Uh, Oliver is a halfling rogue, and um, in the campaign, he's from Waterdeep. He was, um, well, actually a town outside of Waterdeep. He was born to a poor family and then um, eventually got in with the Thieves Guild in Waterdeep to earn a little extra cash and uh, sort of made a life out of it until he was betrayed and eventually found himself with Adventuring Party 3294. We're going to let one one little detail kind of slip out there. Uh, we're assuming that some people have listened to a little bit of, of the podcast, at least. We won't let the big stuff go. But there's something about Oliver that was kind of a secret for a long time. Well, Do I you mean, feel comfortable sharing that and talking about how that really develops the character? It came out in episode nine, so I'm pretty comfortable talking about it. He is a child. He's 14 years old. He uses illusion magic to hide, to disguise himself, and it looks like there's just a shadow cast over his face when his hood is up. So you can never really see his face, and it also disguises his voice, which was fun for me to do. What is is fun yeah, for was. me to do? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're still playing, by the way, everybody. No big spoilers. But <laughs> yeah, moving on. I mean, that's, so, that's way back there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's way back there. We're in season three right now, currently recording season three. So, there's a lot that happens. There sure a is. Lot. So much yeah. that happens. No spoilers. So, though. the age, the age of Oliver, was that something that you threw in right off the bat, or was that something that you came up with as you went? That was just a spur of the moment thing. Originally, he was 30, like me at the time. <laughs> And, um, yeah, after the first episode, I was just thinking, like, there's something missing from him. Like, and I was uh, just sort of tweaking with him and seeing what things could be different. And I was like, OK, um, all right. What if all that stuff happened like a year ago? All the all the tragic stuff in his backstory. That was a year ago. So he's still a kid. And that's just sort of where it came up. Then I talked to Jack about it. He's like, sweet, dude, I love it. And then uh, I got to reveal and you'd it. you surprised us all with it. Yeah. <laughs> I ruined your moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We even had a goddamn it. <laughs> All right. So, in, is there anything from your real life or any kind of inspiration that sparked the creation of Oliver and his background? Not really. I mean, I just kind of wanted to 
get creative with a character that I made, and I want I wanted to do one that because I like normally when I do care like any any sort of character D and D like a video game anything like that I'll try to go against my my natural choices where like normally I'd be obviously in Oliver's case a thief and maybe when I'm playing Skyrim or something I want to like be a a beefy Nord with like a big greatsword, like just to see how it works out. But I always, I was been, I was conflicted with that for a long time. So once, we, once Jack brought the idea of the five crystals up, I just wanted to go with what I was comfortable with, like do what, do what I liked, and that's that's where Oliver came from. Just a little quick sneaky guy with a goofy attitude. Yeah, and that was a uh, not just a safe choice. That was a fun choice because he's he turned out to be an awesome character. Oh yeah, he was. He's definitely by far my favorite D and D character that I've had now. Oh, we've had so much time with those characters. It's yeah. awesome. He's a good just boy. Just to just to feel it. <laughs> he is a good boy. Okay, so now that we know who Oliver is, what's one of your favorite moments from the campaign? Now, if you're doing a big spoiler, just be very vague about it, or you can be very specific. That's up to you. I think, and I actually just listened to this, not to like to my own horn or anything, but I just listened to it the other day when there's a conflict between the party and a black dragon and we go and retrieve something for him and one of the party members didn't want to do it, didn't want to give the dragon this item because it would make him incredibly powerful and dangerous and who knows what he would do with it. And someone else, not not naming any names except for the other guy on this podcast, um, someone else... <laughs> decided that for everyone's safety like honestly i was going to do the same thing but for everyone's safety we should just hand it over and deal with it later so that uh really pissed off our other party member allegrax and we got to have a very cool very dramatic conversation and i really like at that time i felt the most like oliver that i ever had it was it was incredible (laughs) and you sounded like the most oliver you were like being the cool guy, being on everybody's side, you know, just trying to, you know, fix it. You're yeah. talking to everybody separately. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one. That was a good yeah. two episodes. End of <laughs> yeah, season one, by the way. Yeah, that was a uh, a big grudge that he had to hold. But yeah, that was it was great. All right, so you might have to be very vague on this one, like extremely vague. If okay. this is what I think you're gonna say, what's your least favorite moment of the campaign? Oh God. Uh. You could just say unknown tragedy if you want to go with that one. You know, I didn't like the swamp. The swamp had good aspects, but it was so long. It felt yeah, like we that's were there what it was. We were there for so long, and it just got so exhausting just to just to be like, oh, we're still in the fucking swamp. God damn. And you know, as soon, but after. as soon as we got out of it, it was it was great from there. And yeah. it's not even that the swamp was bad. It's just that we were there for so long. <laughs> yeah, and you know, that just tells how Jack made that. He made it kind of hard and just last a long time. So we felt it. We felt exhausted. Our characters yeah. were supposed to be exhausted. We were emotionally, physically, everything. And one of my favorite moments in the swamp was at the end, right before that issue, when Oliver suggested, let's go hunting. Let's have a nice meal. And that felt oh, great. Yeah, that was, that was like fun. the calm before the storm. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going past Last Nerds on Earth, unless you have another thing you want to say for Last Nerds on Earth to kind of hype it up for the five crystals. Just listen to it please <laughs> yeah listen to it 
It's Nerd. it's it's great. It's a lot. It was it's been a lot of fun to make, and I mean, as as many or as little listeners we have, like it, it doesn't like it's just been a great experience. It's been really fulfilling. Well, I haven't announced this on the Man Nerd podcast yet, but of course, people are gonna know that all the unaired episodes of The Last Nerds on Earth, The Five Crystals, will be on the Man Nerd podcast. So we will keep going. It's just going to change houses. Interesting. Okay. It'll be the last nerds on earth, the lost episodes, Sweet. even though it's going to keep going. <laughs> Part so, two is. It's not dead. We're, we're going. <laughs> we kind of stopped in season two, but we're going to keep on going. Mm. So moving on to you, we're going to get deep, man. What are some of the things that you feel shaped you into the nerd you are today? This can be specific fandoms that you were exposed to or people in your life or just simply some interests that you have always had. Well, that one's easy. Video games. That's always been my 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 fun, my fun, my happy place, my escape. It's like I remember even as a kid, my grandma had a, a original NES, like even though she didn't play it a whole lot, but she had I, I was like the eighth grandkid. So, no, oh, yeah, by then. And I yeah. had people there's more younger than me, too. So. <laughs> so she had crap. that and I, I played it all the time with her and I have fond memories of playing that as a kid like with my grandma and that's always been cool and then just growing up every phase of my life there's there's almost been a video game that I could connect it to like oh I was playing this a whole lot when that happened like it's it's always been video games and then as I um, grew up and sort of expanded on other things that's when um you know, like the superhero stuff. I, I mean, I've always liked superhero stuff, but that's when I started really getting into it. And, you know, D&D, like I didn't start playing D&D until I was 28. And I mean, the, the first Comic-Con I went to was with you guys a couple months ago or a couple years ago. Yep. So it all built from video games that, you know, I like what you said about you can connect a certain video game to certain parts of your life. Now, did you have a high school like you know, everybody has that part in high school where they feel down and they're like unsure. Did you have that? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, I would say. All right. Name the game. SSX3. Oh, crap. You're good. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> okay. Happy high school. Um, That was probably when I was getting more into like the Grand Theft Autos. So I was around like right. Vice City, San Andreas around that time. Okay. This one's just a test. Moving out on your own for the first time. That one's difficult because I sort of have two versions of moving out on my own for the first time. One being when I was in the Navy and yes, in that time. So probably no video games there. Not a whole lot, but a lot of Guitar Hero. I had a lot oh, of friends that um, that had it. And I remember like, those we days. Would, we would set it up like in the ship. We had like TVs and stuff. We would set it up in the um, like the mess decks and just play it all night. It was a blast. And then um, once I got out of high school or not high school, the Navy, which it probably felt like high school sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Especially just that many people crammed together on a boat. That is complete high school. Nothing but drama. <laughs> <laughs> but then getting out, it was definitely Skyrim. That's always okay. been like for the last 10 years now. Holy shit. That's, that's been a go-to. And there's, there's so many mods for that too. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, so one other thing. Since you're in the Navy, you're on a ship. You went to other countries quite a bit, correct? Sure did. 
I know, I know this would be hard because it was like, you know, you're there on duty and then you're on leave or whatever. Did you notice any difference in nerdum in other countries? Not really, mostly because we had our own little nerd group on my ship. So anywhere that I went, they kind of came with me. Not, that kind of sounded a little conceited. I always went with them. <laughs> I always had. Always I always came with had me because I'm the ruler. <laughs> I, I was always surrounded by fellow nerds. So uh, I mean, seeing other people and maybe maybe finding out that they're into some nerd stuff. That's kind. That's always kind of cool. That's not some people you wouldn't expect. But you basically like you know marked your territory nerd wise in other countries. Yeah, that's what you absolutely, say. Absolutely, absolutely. There you go. If Pokemon Go was yeah. Out at that time, we would have taken over every gym wherever we took, wherever we were. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wonder what that's like now being in the Navy with that kind of stuff. Oh man. Oh, it's got to be way better than when I was in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're transitioning here. We're transitioning in the main part. Now, you know what I'm going to talk about. Your life has changed a lot in the last year. Last Tell us about those changes. Six months. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. It all started when I met a girl. Aww. <laughs> um, we actually met on Tinder, which ended up being the best thing ever. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that I met someone on Tinder and anyways. <laughs> um just one person, so you're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, we started dating and I was about, we were dating for about three months or so. And so this was December. Yeah, so so, so just before Christmas, um, she came up and she lived about an hour and a half away from me at that time. And she drove up unexpected and um, told me that she's pregnant. So that, that's there's change number one. <laughs> yeah, that's a little change. That's nothing. It, it was pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's been great. And um, after that, we uh, she really she wanted to buy a house. She wanted to have a, a, a good place for us to raise our kid. And, um, you know, she wanted to be in a good place. She didn't want to live an hour and a half away from me. So we started looking at loans and me being a veteran, I'm eligible for the VA loan. But it's kind of difficult when you're not married to the person, the other person that's applying, because then they sort of aren't aren't covered by it, and it gets really convoluted and, and difficult. And so we looked at each other, and I mean, it's it's weird to say. And that but can't be the only reason. That can't no, be the it's only not. reason. It's not. She's <laughs> she has absolutely to, been the greatest was, thing. That it was ever. the push. Yeah, <laughs> it was. That was the push. And so um, we got married in January, and it's been amazing. And it's been, I've, she seriously just lights up my world. I've never, like, I know, I always thought it sounded really cheesy when people say, when you know, you know. But for real, when you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> when you know, you know. <laughs> and so, yeah, we've been happily married now for months. And 
<laughs> uh, we recently also did buy a house and I'm sitting not even at my desk right now because we're getting new carpet in a brand new house that I live in and it's been great so uh, yeah, yeah like we're less than a year yeah less than a year less than a year you didn't see that coming married when you started five in. crystals you didn't think that was absolutely happening. not I was not at all planning <laughs> nope. this <laughs> all right so all. now that everybody's like oh crap dude that guy's got it going on let's talk about the nerd aspect of this what are things that you are currently nerding out about when it comes to preparing to be a father um well the house i i was i was stretched the truth a bit when i said brand new it is not brand well, new. Well, of course. It's brand <laughs> brand new to you. Yeah. Brand new to you. So <laughs> nobody um, can build a house nowadays. <laughs> it, it does just just needs little projects here and there. And I have definitely been nerding out on those. Like I'll go out and work a full work day and then come home and work on more stuff because I just wanted I just want to do it. It's my house. I want to get my house go like, you know, working up, working up to par and it's just something I can really be proud of. Oh yeah. Are you going to paint the rooms? That's always the, you know, the best and worst part. Doing yes. it sucks, but then having it done is like, oh my God, yeah. it is mine. <laughs> it's like your customization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're, um, my mother-in-law actually painted the baby room Aww. and that's, that's looking pretty good. She's got to do two of the other walls still, but, um, that's... yeah, it's looking really good. And then we are, it's a three bedroom. We have baby's room, our room, and then a little office and we're going to paint those as well. We just, uh, want to rip up the carpet and then do it like a day or two before we get the new carpet. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. New floors, new carpet is always way better. It makes yeah. things look so much better. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. So since you're preparing for your child, what are the f a few things that you are most excited about when your child comes into this world? Oh, man, just having a kid. First of all, that's going to blow my mind. I've been waiting so long. I've always wanted to be a dad. I've, I've been waiting for the right person and it all just happened so fast. It's insane. And uh, being being able to do nerd stuff with him, I'm actually going to uh, I already talked to my wife about this and she's not big on role playing games and stuff like she said she played a little Pathfinder, but that's about it. Uh, but I'm going to write a campaign for our son and I'm going to DM oh, it and nice. then the two of them are going to play together. And I think that's going to oh, be cool. a blast. I just want to raise him, raise him a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, if he doesn't like it, that's fine too. I'm going to be happy with however he turns out. Yeah. And you know what? What class would you push? Or would you just say, pick whatever you want, pick whatever you want. I think I would leave it up to him. That's that's a big choice, and you don't want you don't want outside influence with that. That's something you have to make within. <laughs> it is a big choice, but if you wanted him to be a class, what would it be? <laughs> I mean, probably a ranger like his dad. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, that made my heart skip. <laughs> Moving on. So, with of course all the huge life changes that you've had within a year, what are the things that you want to keep in your life? Uh, as things rapidly change and your priorities change like what are what are the the nerd things that you really want to push to keep in your life even though you might not have as much time as you did before what are those things okay gotcha uh D, &D absolutely cannot cannot oh, yeah. mess around 
with the TFC schedule. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to keep going with we this do. for sure. Yeah, that's that's not stopping. That's going to keep uh, keep on rolling. Um, and then, I mean, other than that, as long as I get some video game time, I'll be happy. Yeah, there you go. A little bit here and there. Yep. You'll, you won't have as much time for it, but... It'll be awesome when you do. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to we're going to wind down a little bit here. What is any advice that you have for soon to be young fathers and mothers out there that you have learned recently? Uh, it goes by a lot faster than you think. Like I, it feels like the other day she told me that she's pregnant and it's been over six months now so it's been so long yeah we're we're it more than crazy. halfway there and it felt like just yesterday when you told us i know it yeah it's it's blowing my mind how fast it's going and i can't imagine how fast it's going to go when i have a kid and i can't just i just can't wait to see him grow up and see the person he becomes or how slow certain days will be yeah yep that'll happen too <laughs> <laughs> All right, so any any last words, you know, for anybody, you know, nerd-wise, soon-to-be father-wise, husband-wise, what do you got? You know, just do what makes you happy. And if you if you can't find it, just just keep looking. Do do what you have to do for the time being, but keep looking and find what makes you happy. And I promise like D &D. you will play find D &D. it. Play D and D. Yeah, play some D and D. <laughs> So that's some quality time with good friends right there. There you can never yeah, go wrong with some D and D. It would be nice when we can all do it in the same room. Again, oh, that'd be which amazing. Is coming. Like I'm good to go. Like I'm ready. Let's nice. do this. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Now this is the end. This is the end. This is where <laughs> I have a outro challenge with everybody. So I'm gonna start the outro music and everybody usually goes first so i'll just throw mine out there first and then you go and we're gonna see who's who's is better who's we think is better just a one-liner okay <laughs> now this is gonna be a little different than normal i usually leave it pretty open but this is gonna be dad joke edition so think of a bad dad <laughs> joke and turn it into an outro got it okay yeah Hello everyone, just want to let you know I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know next time on Nerd to Nerd. <laughs>